0: Today we celebrate a miraculous deliverance in Israel's history. During the reign of King Xerxes, the ruler over the land of Persia, from around 486 to 465 BC, there was a plot to exterminate the Jewish people, but God miraculously saved them through two heroes. The story is retold in the book of Esther, and all of these children sitting around me today are going to help me share this story with you. Kids, are you ready? Yes! Are you sure? Yes! Well then, here we go, the miraculous story of Purim. Shalom and welcome to Jewish Voice, a program that helps you to understand the Jewishness of Yeshua. Jesus, why that matters to you and what God is doing today with Israel. On today's program, we're celebrating Purim, a joyous holiday that the Jewish people celebrate each year. It recounts the miraculous deliverance of the Jews as told in the book of Esther, how an evil man rose up to destroy the Jewish people and how they were delivered by the hand of God. And I'm joined today by all of these children. Hi, kids. Hi. They're gonna be helping me to tell the story today. Who is ready to help me share the story of Purim? Are you ready? Oh, I don't, that doesn't sound like enough already. Are you ready? Me! There you go. Okay, now we really need your help so that everyone watching the story at home really understands how important this is. As I read through the story, there's three main characters, and each of you, uh, when you hear their names, I need you to make a sound, okay? Now, first of all, we have Esther, she's our hero. She's a Jewish girl who became queen and helped save her people. So I want you to say, ah, whenever you hear Esther. Let's try that, ah, when you hear Esther. Now, when you hear the name Mordecai, I need you to say yay, because he is our other hero. He was Esther's uncle, and he's the one that encouraged her to go before the king and to bring about the deliverance of the Jewish people. And finally, when you hear the name Haman, he's the bad guy. Boo! Because he was the bad guy who was trying to kill the Jewish people. And I need you to do one more thing when you hear Haman's name. Each of you kids, you have a grogger. You turn that grogger. It's a strange name, isn't it? And when you twirl it around, it makes a really loud noise. That's because we're trying to drown out Haman's name. And that's good because we're wiping his bad, the bad man's name off the books forever. We don't wanna hear his name anymore. Ready? We're gonna tell the story now of the book of Purim. Here we go, and I'm gonna to have to put on my glasses to tell this story. Okay, long ago in the land of Persia, in the city of Shushan, there lived a very rich king whose name was Ashaverus. One day, he demanded that his wife, Queen Vashti, come to one of his parties. King Ashaverus was angry that Vashti would not obey him and send her away from the palace forever. The king's ministers held a contest to choose a new queen, and a Jew named Mordecai... ...brought his young cousin Esther... to the palace to enter the contest. King Ahasuerus thought that she was the most beautiful and chose her to be his new queen. Mordecai. Yay. yay warned Esther. ah, uh, Not to tell the king that she was Jewish. One day when Mordecai. Yay! Came to visit Esther, he heard two of the palace guards plotting to kill Ashaverus. Mordecai told Esther, and Esther told the king. And the story of how Mordecai saved the king's life was written down in the royal diary. Now, the king appointed a wicked man named Haman (coughs) to be his chief minister. In order to feel important, Haman (coughs) ordered all the people in Shushan to worship and bow down to him whenever he passed by. Mordecai Refused, because Jewish people worship only God. This made Haman angry. And he decided to kill Mordecai and the rest of the Jews. Haman asked the magicians to select a day to kill the Jewish people. Using Purim or lots, which were magic numbers, they chose the 13th day of the Jewish month Adar. Haman told Ashverus that Mordecai and the other Jews did not obey the king's law and should be killed. The king agreed to issue a royal order. Haman had gallows built so that Mordecai could be hanged. When Mordecai heard that his people were in danger, he sent to see his cousin Esther and begged her to try to change the king's mind. Mordecai told her to pray for courage. For three days and nights, Esther did not eat or sleep. On the third day, Esther went to the palace, and when the king saw his beautiful wife, he stretched out his golden scepter and invited her to come in. Esther did not wish to anger the king, so she did not tell him her reason for coming. Instead, she invited him to a banquet and asked him to bring Haman. When Ahasuerus and Haman arrived at Queen Esther's banquet, the king saw that she looked unhappy. What can I give you, he asked his wife. I am ready to grant you half my kingdom. Esther told them that a wicked man was planning to kill her and the rest of her people, the Jews. When the king demanded to know who, Esther pointed at Haman. The king appointed Mordecai, to take Haman's place as chief minister and dressed him in royal robes of blue and white with a golden crown. To Esther, he granted all of Haman's possessions. Boo! Boo Haman. The Jews were happy to be saved. On the 14th of Adar, they celebrated with great feasts. They sent gifts of food to their friends and to poor people throughout the land. Mordecai told them on that day each year, they should celebrate to remember how they were saved from Haman's yeah. evil plot. The holiday is called Purim after the magic numbers Haman's magician used. And Mordecai yeah. became a great man in the palace of King Ashaverus and many did many good things for the Jewish people. Yay! Come on! And that's the story of Purim. We'll be right back.
1: Jewish Voice is dedicated to proclaiming the gospel, the good news that Yeshua, Jesus, is the Messiah, to the Jew first and also to the nations. One way we do this is by helping some of the most impoverished and needy Jewish people in the world. People who often die from medical conditions that here in the West could be easily treated. Even more important than the physical relief our medical help provides is the fact that our practical demonstration of His love opens the door for us to share the good news. Today, we are just weeks away from our next medical clinic in Ethiopia to help the impoverished Jewish community there. Our volunteer medical professionals will provide medical care, dental care, and eye care, all free of charge to thousands of men, women, and children, many of whom have never even seen a doctor or dentist. Will you help these precious people? Every gift, large or small, will make a difference in someone's life. As you respond with a gift of love of $40 or more, WE WILL SEND YOU THIS INCREDIBLE RESOURCE ON THE FEASTS OF THE LORD CALLED ENTER HIS GATES. WITH THIS BEAUTIFULLY ILLUSTRATED AND EASY TO UNDERSTAND BOOK, YOU'LL DISCOVER TRADITIONS THAT YESHUA, JESUS, OBSERVED AND WHAT THEY MEANT TO HIS MINISTRY, AND JEWISH CELEBRATIONS, PRACTICES, AND CUSTOMS THAT YOU CAN BRING INTO YOUR OWN HOME THAT WILL DEEPEN YOUR FAITH AND YOUR UNDERSTANDING OF YOUR ANCIENT HERITAGE. YOU WILL BE GREATLY BLESSED BY THIS BOOK which gives a greater understanding of your Jewish roots. In addition, we'll also send you a two CD in-depth teaching by Jonathan Burness called, The Feasts of Israel, A Revelation of Messiah in Last Day's Prophecy. With this teaching, you'll learn about the seven Biblical feasts found in Leviticus 23, and how they point to Jesus, and how these Biblical feasts are prophetic shadows of end time events and Yeshua's return please call, click, or write now. And please be as generous as possible. When you respond, you will be providing life-saving medical help to very needy Jewish people. And Enter His Gates and Jonathan Bernis' teaching will not only inspire you, they will be a constant reminder of your partnership with us to demonstrate His love. Thank you.
0: Well, I was in Israel recently, I had a chance to teach from the Mount of Olives overlooking the Temple Mount. This is the most contested real estate in the entire world. I want to take you there now to listen to a teaching from my newly updated and expanded book, A Rabbi Looks at the Last Day. So let's go now to the heart of the great city of Jerusalem. I'm standing in what is probably my favorite spot in the entire world. I'm on top of the Mount of Olives here in Jerusalem, the capital of Israel. And you can see behind me, it's like a postcard, the beautiful city. This is the ancient city of Jerusalem, very similar to the way it looked when Yeshua came to Jerusalem. And he came down, we're told, from the Mount of Olives, and he will return. And when he entered Jerusalem for the first time, he came down this very slope here and crossed what uh, the Bible refers to as the Kidron Valley. The road behind me is the Kidron Valley. The wall right above it is just above the ancient walls of the city. You see the Temple Mount behind me, the most disputed land in the history of the world, the most valuable real estate in the entire world, the focal point of world attention in fact and the Dome of the Rock, Muslim Mosque, one of the most important sites in Islam. And it's built right over what is very likely the Holy of Holies in the ancient temple. This was a magnificent site in the time of Jesus because the temple that was rebuilt when the Jewish people returned from captivity, the Babylonian captivity under Ezra and Nehemiah, and then beautified and really rebuilt by King Herod right before Yeshua came, was absolutely magnificent. It was probably one of the greatest wonders of the world at that time, and just looking at some of the stones that are so huge that still exist to this day, it was absolutely a miraculous accomplishment. I have no idea how they did it. I've been having an interesting thing happen to me for the last six months. Every time I look at the clock, almost every day, I look at the clock at 11.11. It's either 11.11 a.m. or 11.11 p.m., And I really believe the Lord has been speaking to me or trying to speak to me. And I really believe it's connected to Isaiah. At Isaiah chapter 11, it says, in that day, what day? It's talking about the last days and the end of days. And I believe we're in that period now. But in the end of days, or in that day, the Lord will reach out His hand a second time to regather the remnant that is left of His people. And then He mentions Assyria, Egypt, Upper Egypt, Kush, which I believe is modern Ethiopia, from Elam, Babylonia and the north, Hamath, and the islands of the sea. In other words, from all the places where the Jewish people have been scattered to, he'll gather them back. In 70 AD, in direct fulfillment of Yeshua's prophecy that not one stone would be left unturned of the ancient temple. The Romans completely destroyed the temple. The sacrificial system stopped and has never been re-established to this day. The entire city of Jerusalem behind me was burned to the ground, and we have the archaeological evidence of that destruction. And the Jewish people were banished from this land. They were scattered to the uttermost parts of the earth. That's why there's Jewish communities today in Ethiopia, in Zimbabwe, we're working with those people. In India, the Bene Menashe, we're holding medical clinics in these locations, keeping them alive until the Lord brings them back to this land. The largest Jewish community in the world outside of Israel is in America. It's part of the dispersion. But the Jewish people have been dispersed to just about every nation in the world. I was in China some years ago and there's Jews in China in punishment because of their disobedience the lord scattered us to the uttermost parts of the earth but he promises here in isaiah that he will bring us back a second time the first time was the return from the babylonian captivity in 516 bc but the second time began in 1948 with the establishment of this land back under the control of the jewish people 1967 jordanian occupation came back into the hands of the Jewish people. It marked a delineation in Bible history. We experienced this transition. Jewish people began to come to their Messiah. The blindness began to come off of their eyes. And we've seen over the years, since Israel was reestablished in 1948, we've seen Jewish people coming back from the nations of the world. In the 1990s, we saw over a million Russian-speaking Jewish people coming to this land from Russia, from Ukraine, from Moldova, from what was the Soviet Union, and Jewish people weren't allowed to leave that nation, and then the Iron Curtain fell, and over a million Jewish people came back to this land, or came to this land, from the land of the North. This is a prophecy that's being fulfilled before our very eyes. The return, the regathering of the Jewish people back to this land. And it is happening before our very eyes. You don't hear much about this uh, from teachers who talk about the last days, but the regathering of the lost sheep of Israel from the North Country, from Ethiopia. Over 130,000 Ethiopians now live in Israel. I believe they'll come back soon from Zimbabwe, the Lemba tribe other tribes scattered throughout Africa and Asia, the B'nai Menasha, the children of Menasha, who may well be descendants of one of the lost 10 tribes, the tribe of Menasha. It's happening today before our very eyes. He's setting his hand against the second time. And it tells us that he'll raise a banner for the nations and gather the exiles of Israel and will assemble the scattered people of Judah from the four corners of the earth. The restoration of this city, the city of Jerusalem, The ancient city of Jerusalem behind me is a direct fulfillment of Bible prophecy. I've rewritten a book that I wrote a a number of years ago called A Rabbi Looks at the Last Days and I go into specific prophecies like Isaiah 1111, the promise of regathering the scattered remnant of Israel. I talk about the blindness coming off of the eyes of the, the Jewish people and other prophecies that are being fulfilled in direct connection with the last days. Why is it important that you get this book and understand what prophecies are being fulfilled? The answer is they're connected to the soon return of Yeshua, Jesus, to this earth, to Jerusalem. In fact, to here on the Mount of Olives, he's coming back, he's coming back soon, and you have a role to play. I wanna encourage you to fulfill that role by understanding the season that we live in, understanding the prophecies That are being fulfilled they're all in this book they were written hundreds if not thousands of years before they began to come to pass it's all in the book you need to understand what's in the book get my book a rabbi looks at the last days i love israel and i love jerusalem i hope you'll come with us on a future teaching tour to israel well there's more to come we'll be right back
1: jewish voice is dedicated to proclaiming the gospel the good news that yeshua jesus is the messiah to the jew first and also to the nations one way we do this is by helping some of the most impoverished and needy jewish people in the world people who often die from medical conditions that here in the west could be easily treated even more important than the physical relief our medical help provides is the fact that our practical demonstration of His love opens the door for us to share the good news. Today, we are just weeks away from our next medical clinic in Ethiopia to help the impoverished Jewish community there. Our volunteer medical professionals will provide medical care, dental care and eye care, all free of charge to thousands of men, women and children many of whom have never even seen a doctor or dentist. Will you help these precious people? Every gift, large or small, will make a difference in someone's life. As you respond with a gift of love of $40 or more, we will send you this incredible resource on the feasts of the Lord called Enter His Gates. With this beautifully illustrated and easy to understand book, you'll discover traditions that Yeshua Jesus observed and what they meant to his ministry, and Jewish celebrations, practices, and customs that you can bring into your own home that will deepen your faith and your understanding of your ancient heritage. You will be greatly blessed by this book, which gives a greater understanding of your Jewish roots. In addition, we'll also send you a two CD in-depth teaching by Jonathan Burness called, the Feasts of Israel, a revelation of Messiah in last day's prophecy. With this teaching, you'll learn about the seven biblical feasts found in Leviticus 23 and how they point to Jesus and how these biblical feasts are prophetic shadows of end-time events and Yeshua's return. Please call, click, or write now. And please be as generous as possible. When you respond, you will be providing life-saving medical help to very needy Jewish people. And Enter His Gates and Jonathan Bernis' teaching will not only inspire you, they will be a constant reminder of your partnership with us to demonstrate His love. Thank you.
0: We've been conducting outreaches to India, Ethiopia, Zimbabwe, and other places where we've taken medical volunteers, prayer volunteers, and anyone who wants to give of their time to help poverty-stricken Jewish communities in need around the globe. Since 2010, we've been providing free medical clinics in Manipur, India, to a group called the Bene Menasha, perhaps uh, descendants of the lost Tribe of Manasha. Here's a closer look at who these amazing people are and why they're so desperately in need of your help.
2: And we're here in a little town called Chirachampur in Manipur, India, which is in the way far northeastern quadrant up near Burma. We've brought 30 some odd healthcare professionals, doctors, nurses, dentists, and we've also hired about 150 local volunteers to help us set up a one-week clinic in this hospital.
3: Jewish Voice sent out over 30 medical professionals, support staff, and prayer volunteers to reach this lost tribe of Israel, lost to the world, but not to God. In our short time there, and with your help, Jewish Voice was able to reach more than 6,400 people with medical help, and with the good news of Yeshua, Jesus, their Messiah.
0: It's amazing to see how God can bring people all over from our diverse country on one trip to minister to people we don't know at our own expenses at times, time away from our family. But I don't think twice about it.
2: There are so many things I can make symptomatically better, but I can't cure, I can't fix. So it was nice to help direct them to the one who could.
3: While the Lord was using these dedicated doctors and nurses to bring physical healing to the people, he was also revealing himself as the great Redeemer of the whole house of Israel. While the prayer room is voluntary to those who come for aid, it remains the busiest room in the clinic. Our prayer volunteers pray for the sick, stand with the burden, share the good news of the Jewish Messiah, Yeshua, to these wonderful people and no one leaves untouched. I feel that this is taking part in prophecy, and I feel so blessed to be a part of it, um, that we can be a part of living in prophecy, that the times that we are living in are so special because God is recalling his people back to himself, and that not only spiritually but physically as well, that he's calling the people, Jewish people, tribes from all over the world back to Israel but at the same time calling them spiritually back to himself. And that's where we come in, when we can share the good news of Yeshua with them and share that he has come as reigning king in their hearts, that they can receive that now as well as go back to Israel and that we can be a part in sharing that with them.
2: A lot of people ask me why I do this. They say it's crazy when you could be in your comfortable bed, but I, I couldn't not do it. When you see the people's faces, when you... When you ministered to somebody or pulled a tooth that saved a life or, or when you're at the exit gate and the little ladies come up and hug you and they're so blessed. You know, I can't not come. I'm compelled to come. If you're a doctor, if you're a nurse, if you're a dentist, if you're an eye specialist, I, there's, the need is so great. So please consider coming. We would love to have
0: amazing. It is such an amazing experience to reach out to people in such need, Jewish people, and you can make a difference in their lives. We would love to have you join us for a future outreach. All you have to do to find out more is to go to outreach at jvmi.org. That's outreach at jvmi.org. We'll be right back.
1: Coming this summer, July 13th through July 20th. Join Jonathan Bernis and his family on a spectacular Alaskan cruise. You'll experience teachings and praise and worship in some of the most breathtaking and rugged scenery in the world. This is a voyage you won't want to miss. Be sure to join us in
0: beautiful Alaska. Since 1967, Jewish Voice has been dedicated to proclaiming the good news that Yeshua, Jesus, is Messiah and Savior to the Jew first and also to the nations. Now, one way that we do this is by helping some of the most impoverished and needy Jewish people in the world. We've been able to demonstrate God's love by providing these people with medical care, dental care, eye care, even eye surgeries, all free of charge, but most importantly, the gospel and it's through your faithful support that you can make a difference in their lives. As my way of saying thank you, I'd like to send you a great book on the feasts of the Lord called Enter His Gates. This is a beautiful book that goes into the different feasts of Israel, the feasts of the Lord. Uh, It's illustrated, it's a pictorial book that's written in easy to understand language and uh, you'll learn all about the celebrations, the practices, and even the symbolic objects that are traditionally found in Jewish homes. Your faith will deepen as you get to know the person of Jesus through the traditions that Yeshua himself observed and which influenced his ministry. And we'll answer all those Jewish questions that you have, like what is uh, tefillin? What is the mezuzah and why do we put it on the doorposts? Can I wear a prayer shawl? Is Hanukkah the Jewish Christmas? And so it's really a great book to help you rediscover the Jewish roots of your faith. Now, along with this book, I also want to include a teaching that I did called The Feasts of Israel. This is an in-depth two CD set and with it, you'll discover how each of the seven biblical feasts that are found in Leviticus 23 actually memorialize a significant redemptive act of God in the history of Israel and tie in to end-time Bible prophecy. You'll also learn how these biblical feasts not only memorializes God's past redemptive acts to preserve Israel, but also serve as prophetic indicators of future events that will bring about Israel's ultimate redemption, not just Israel, but the redemption of the world and the return of the messiah well that's all the time we have for today i want to invite you to check us out on facebook at facebook.com slash jewish voice we'd love to have you as a friend on facebook once again go to facebook slash jewish voice i close you with psalm 122:6, as i always do an exhortation to pray for the peace of jerusalem the bible promises they shall prosper that love thee Until next time, this is Jonathan Bernis saying shalom, and God bless you.
3: Jewish Voice is made possible by the support of friends and partners like you.